0: Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today, and this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. And as always, this podcast is meant for educational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment, tax, accounting, or legal advice. Hello, hello, and good morning, federal employees. Again, it's so good to spend some time with you this morning. Today, I'm going to talk about choices, about choices that affect our future. Every single day, we make choices, big and small, that affect our lives, whether it's our relationships, whether it's your career, your job, your money, your financial life, all those things, We make choices that will have an impact, whether or not today, whether it's today or later, it will have an impact. Some choices have a greater impact than others. And let's say deciding whether or not to buy that latte today, that that will have a consequence over the course of a career, that habit of buying something, that will make a difference, right? but that's a relatively small decision. And small decisions do add up, I don't want to take that away, they do add up. But we want to ensure that we get the big decisions right, that we know and educate ourselves about the big decisions and so that we can nail them for our situation and know exactly what makes sense for you and your life so that it's perfect for you. Because if you get the big decisions right, especially when it comes to retirement, Your odds of success are so much higher. So there's two, probably the two biggest decisions for federal employees, for first federal employees like yourselves, is that first, when you retire, when you retire from the federal service to maximize your pension and all your benefits, that makes a huge difference, a huge, huge difference, right? How much you're saving in TSP, that also matters. Probably the second most important decision is when you turn on social security. For most federal employees, that's a big part of their retirement. And it just is a huge foundation to their fixed income along with their pension that allows them to have a great retirement where they don't have to worry. Knowing when to turn social security on is huge. So today, I hope I'll be able to help you learn a little more about what makes sense for you to educate yourself. Now, I'm sure you saw the title and it's titled, Three Dumb Reasons to to Start Social Security at 62. But I want to be 100% clear that there are legitimate and specific situations and reasons where starting Social Security at 62 makes tremendous sense where it makes sense and you should. But oftentimes, at least in my experience, and maybe the people that um, are in the comment section of things or things like that, um, maybe they're just the noisy ones, I don't know. But oftentimes, people decide to take Social Security early at 62 for bad reasons or for misinformation. And so my goal here is to make sure that My listeners, my viewers, they know that if they decide to take Social Security at 62, they do it for the right reasons and not for some of the dumb reasons that people come up with all the time. So let's go over it. So number one, number one, the number one dumb reason for taking Social Security early is because delaying Social Security is a conspiracy by the government, (laughs) right? Where many people have that thought where they think that the government wants to convince us to delay Social Security so we can all die off and they don't have to pay out benefits. So, to give a little history to Social Security, in 1935, it was signed into law, right? But it wasn't until 1961 when both men and women were able to take Social Security early. So it wasn't even a thing for decades of the program. And written into the law, it was stated that that change was meant for older Americans who were struggling to find jobs. And so they were able to take Social Security early if that made sense for them. But as we know, there is a reduction to their benefits for taking it early. When it comes to Social Security, they know people's life expectancies. Of course, they don't know you specifically, but they know in general, over the millions of Americans, how long people are gonna live. So for them, it doesn't matter when you take social security, it doesn't make a difference. They have the numbers all worked out over a large population, so it doesn't matter. For you, what matters is to figure out what makes sense for you and your life. And it's not a conspiracy, it's just a matter of knowing the facts, knowing the rules, how things are set up, so that you can make the most sense for you. Okay, reason number two reason number two that is um, not the best reason, a dumb reason to take social security early. So this one is I am going to die early. Now, gentlemen, men, I hear this from men way more often than women, right? There's a stats out there that women live longer, and that's generally, generally true, right? So most men are under the impression that they are not going to live very long, so therefore they should take their social security early. Now this, this, this reason has lots of sides to it. And there's actually some times where this reason is enough to take it early. But let me say this, that most people that are married need to know the ramifications for their spouse before they take it early. Cause it's not just a, a one one issue thing, right? There's not just one thing to look about, and it's not just, oh, I'm gonna die at 70, and so therefore I'm gonna need to take it at 62. There's other ramifications of when you, as, let's say, a guy who may have been the primary breadwinner, breadwinner, I don't know, nowadays that's not the case all the time, But for the person that is the primary breadwinner in a a household, maybe both spouses are working, I don't know, whoever made the most money has the most impact on the Social Security of the spouse. And so when you take your Social Security, generally makes a huge difference to what your spouse will be left with if you indeed do pass away early. So actually when people are worried about passing away early, obviously they want to maximize the benefits they can get during their lifetime. But if they also look at, okay, I also want my spouse to be taken care of when I do pass away early, then one of the best ways to do that is to delay your benefits so that your spouse can get higher levels of income once you do pass away and you ensure that they're gonna be taken care of. So there's a couple sides to this where you wanna make sure Even if you do have an illness and you are pretty convinced you are going to pass away early, look at the ramifications. It's not a clean-cut decision, right? And many people actually use this excuse before they even have an illness, before they even know when they're going to die, right? We don't know. Life expectancies have gotten longer and longer and longer. And for the average 65-year-old, the average male lives to like 84, average female 86, right? Right? So, odds are it's gonna make sense to delay, right? Obviously, there's people that die earlier, right? I can't speak for everyone. Just make sure for everything in your picture, it makes sense before you use this reason and make a decision that affects you and your family for the rest of your life. Okay. Dumb reason number three, and that is social security is going broke. (laughs) They are gonna collapse. system's going to drop and there's not going to be any money left for anyone so get your money now right that's what people say and um this is simply just not the case (laughs) it's not the case now there's some element of truth and there's reasons why people are kind of worried about this right i on the article associated with this if you go in the uh the description of my podcast youtube video you'll see it's a link to my blog go back there you can see this there's a insert from the social security website that basically says by 2035 the program will only have enough funds to fund 75 percent of benefits now that assumes that nothing is going to change between now and then so let's, let's look at the facts first the program is not going broke worst case worst case in 2035, it's gonna pay out 75 cents for every dollar, right? That's what it's saying. Now, in this is pure opinion. The next 20 seconds, pure opinion. I think it will be gravely, gravely unpopular for a politician who is in office in the next 15 years to not change that, especially as we approach it and get closer to not change it where 100% of benefits are gonna be covered through increased payroll taxes, right? I believe it's gonna be highly, highly unpopular, and therefore that change is gonna happen. That is my opinion, right? I'm not saying don't plan for the potential possibility of benefits being cut by, you know, to 75%. I'm just saying that is my opinion. I think the odds of it actually happening are very, very low. I'm not saying that you shouldn't plan and have, you know, the resources in your plan to cover that gap, if it does come up, I think that's a great thing to do, and you should, but just know that the Social Security program is not going broke. Worst case, they could pay 75 cents on the dollar, and is that the best, best excuse to start in an early? Let's say your benefit at 67 is $2,000, and your benefit at 62 is $1,400 would you want 75% of the 2000 or the 1400 right? So even if there is going to be a benefits cut, then does it make sense to take it early to so your benefits reduced and then cut even more? Is, is that going to work for your plan? I don't know. Like I said, these are not clean cut decisions. Just make sure you think through it, even if worst case they're cut, that you are going to be taken care of and your retirement plan is not going to be frustrated and you're you're gonna be set, you and your family are gonna be set into retirement. So, like I said, I am not trying to beat up on taking Social Security at 62. What I am trying to beat up on is taking Social Security at 62 based on misinformation or fear or just hearsay on things people have heard. Whenever we make a decision, especially a decision as big as when to start Social Security, we want to know all the facts. We want to know what happens when we make these decisions, what the ramifications are for now, for your income now, but also for, let's say, a spouse that you leave behind or anything else that's going to affect your retirement. So I'm done. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next.